Reality favors positivity in some species, such as human beings. Think of every time you've tried to justify your depressed feelings and how your depressed worldview, your depressed philosophy, your depressed perspective is everything right and true. And no matter how hard you tried to defend it, self-help prevailed and completely destroyed it. Yeah. Hope always wins in human beings. Or at least most of the time. And it's it's kind of interesting and enlightening and kind of humbling how this tends to be true. You know, like, take me for instance. I'm stuck in limbo. The next phase of my life is going to happen at some unknown point soon. In a couple months. And my life is going to radically change. Moving. The first steps to my parents selling the house is going to happen next month, they say. And I trust their judgment on it. I trust their word. And it'll be early next month. Furthermore, it's exciting. And it's not scary at all to me. I rarely feel fear. Um, not that I don't have fears. It's just I'm very much divorced from them. Because I'm very good at structuring my life in a way where I'm not going to face them. Whether it be heights or falling, claustrophobia, or destitution, which are the primary fears of my life. I've always taken measures to make sure I don't have to deal with them. I know that the only way to face, I mean, the only way to get over your fears is to face them. Well, to me, being homeless and in poverty is not a wise idea to get over such a fear. And I do somewhat face my fear of heights. There's this mall that has a great movie theater, and it's three stories up. You have to take two different escalators, one from the first floor to the food court and then to the theater itself, or you could take an elevator. And depending on my mood, I'll do either or. And I do try to get my steps in even on the escalator. But that's only if people aren't in front of me. Anyhow. Um, yeah, sometimes I go to the ledge and look down. And it's, it, is, it is scary. Uh, but I, I do my best to try to overcome these things. And... Uh, my legs getting weak and stuff. But yeah, facing fears is a very important thing to do. For me, the exception would be destitution. I'm not interested in deliberately becoming homeless to face such a fear. Anyhow. Um, my priorities are very well known to me. I'm aware of my habits and what I'm intimate with. I'm aware of where there can be improvement. I'm aware of where I'm doing satisfactory satisfactory i'm aware of where i'm unsatisfied in life and understanding my priorities allows me to be positive and being positive allows me to understand my priorities you see positive thinking is gifted to us by reality in order to live a life well spent at least that's what i think and so 
it's not scary to me that I'm going to be moving. It, it's actually really exciting. I'm not nervous about it whatsoever. I'll be in the company of my close friend and mentor, Drew. I will be transferring to... Uh, I'll just get a job over there. I'll get an education over there. I'll have a two-bedroom apartment and be able to utilize my potential and energy. Because right now, where I'm at in life, I have a lot of potential and energy that I'm not able to utilize. And so... The best thing I can do um, is just work really hard at work and play really hard when I have free time. And I think a lot about wasted time. I've covered this before on this podcast. I don't really, I don't really believe in the concept of wasted time. With the exception that you set a goal and you lollygag and you don't complete it. I guess that could technically be a waste of time, but even then, maybe it's not. Because you did what you wanted to. That's why it's hard for me to believe in regrets. You did what you thought was best, and you did what you wanted to. It just didn't produce the desired result, which causes the regret. However, you still you still did whatever you thought was best. You still did what you wanted to do or what you thought was best. I, I don't see why that should be unaccounted for. And that's how you have the choice of regretting or not regretting. And, I mean, the ultimate point would be you, you learn from it. Do you continue to do that? Or do you do something different in that situation again if you were to ever be faced with it again? And for me, I don't feel like I'm wasting time. I just feel like my time could be better spent. And, you know... I, I I do things that I think are fun for me, but they're probably boring to a lot of other people. Which is why it can feel a little bit embarrassing when people ask, what do you got going on today? And instead of having a cool thing to tell them that would be socially acceptable, like, oh, I'm going to a concert, I'm going on a trip, going on a road trip, going on a cruise, going on a hike... For me, I'm just hitting the gym, coming back home, drinking some tea while doing some online jigsaw puzzles, listening to a funny-ass prank phone calls, and eating those Tostito things from 7-Eleven. Those are a joy. And you know what? That's like the perfect night for me. It's perfect. Watch the NBA highlights and stuff. I mean, even if perfection doesn't exist, that is damn near perfect for me. And you know what? Maybe that's not interesting to other people, but it's fun for me. And, you know, I will never understand how some people, my age, millennials, just had life work out for them. (laughs) Where... On Instagram, they're traveling, and they have a house, they have, they have fancy cars, they have kids, and man, they're just living life. Or at least that's how they portray themselves. You know, for me, I, I, I'm, just, I'm just doing me. I'm just doing my life my way. And it's not like I would trade places with them, per se. 
it, it is it's just like I don't understand how they can afford su- such luxuries. Like, are they the exception or are they in debt? Like, do do they just happen to do life right where they have wealth and free time? Because I haven't really figured that part out for myself, to tell you the truth. Like, I, I, I got the free time down, got the wealth down. And I do understand from a business guru and self-help guru perspective, I can spend my time better to create wealth on free time. Uh, yeah, and that's like the whole point of me getting a computer science degree that I talk about here all the time. And I'm really excited to dive into the world of tech and have a high-paying career. And like I always say on this podcast, retirement's the, the true goal. But I'm, but I'm not going to lie, it would be cool... To have like a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube for one of my channels, or or actually all of them, you know, abundance mindset, dream big, think big. Yeah, it'd be cool to have a large audience. You know, at most maybe three million, but I don't know. I I, I kind of want to be the how do I put it like. I don't want to be what's popular, I guess. But I would like to be somewhat well-known. Now, what am I talking about? I would love 110 million thousand subs or whatever. Like, or whatever, whatever PewDiePie has or whoever the top dog is. I think it's T-Series or Mr. Beast or something. I don't know. I don't really watch any of that stuff, but... I mean, it's so interesting, like, because I'm aware of who these who these YouTubers are. I've checked out their channels for a brief period of time. And by brief period of time, I mean, like, 23 minutes. Like, all of that in 23 minutes. And they, they don't produce content that made me a better person. Or made me happier or entertained. Like, Mr. Beast is, like, this game show host, I guess. And I'm watching him get richer and other people get richer. And I I guess some people enjoy that kind of content. I... (laughs) And then, like, PewDiePie, I guess he's, like, a gamer. But then he, like, reacts and stuff. And I don't know what T-Series does. It's unclear to me what T-Series channel is about. I, I I looked at this stuff, like, years ago and never looked back. <laughs> like, like I, I, I'm only subscribed to 13 people on YouTube at this time. And, and you know what? Like, I, I, I'm only subscribed to YouTubers who prolifically... Like, what I mean by that is, like, most of their videos positively impacts my life. Whether it be intellectual stuff, physical physical activity stuff, or financial stuff, or entertainment kind of stuff. Like, productivity, intellectual pursuits, um, financial lessons, and 
Just stuff that that makes me smarter, better, stronger, wiser, happier. And, uh, I mean, I would really like the channels I produce to provide intellectual stimulation and also entertainment. Like, my main channel under my own personal name will be, like, my music channel. And then, like, I'll have a YouTube channel for my self-improvement philosophy podcast. And then I'll have the Hostech Post YouTube channel where I share my intellectual pursuits with people. And uh, I would really like to make content prolifically that, you know, adds value to people's lives. And have it have the internet host my greatest works. And so this podcast episode today is just kind of me venting about being stuck in limbo. And, uh, you know, I I was depressed for for a few days, um, but now I'm back fully recovered. I just needed some good sleep and some good entertainment and also some time to reflect by myself in solitude. And here I am, back to stability, and very excited about my future, and my present too. I got a lot of positive things going on, and you know what, like that's what I learned from that depressive episode I was going through. It wasn't exclusively just a bipolar thing, it was also a lot of different stuff going on, stuff I don't tell anyone about. And by the way, it's okay to have secrets and struggles that are only known to you. That's perfectly okay. For me, I prefer to live life that way. And, uh, you know, this whole podcast project I have here that you're listening to, it's about sharing my worldview and sharing how my worldview and lifestyle and such could make you better, stronger, wiser, and happier. But the, the but the thing is, it will cost you things. It will cost you relationships as you pursue the be- bigger, better deal. It will cost you, you know, um, structure because you're going to have to be constantly changing and evolving and adapting so you'll face chaos a lot. But it's all to make you better, stronger, wiser, healthier, and happier. And that stuff will cost you. And so if if you want to just feel good all the time, you know, just follow the mainstream advice and generalist vague platitudes and vir- virtue signal and pretend like you're doing good or whatever. I don't know what most people actually do. But, you know, I'm, I'm very happy about the testimonials I have collected I'm very happy about the email requests that I get. I'm very happy for the donations that I receive. And it feels good to be able to host a giant collection of audiobooks completely for free for the rest of the world and improve people's lives. And the and the emails I get, people thanking me for the problems I've solved for them with this podcast, I saved those emails. It feels good to read them. I'm very proud of myself. 
And uh, I'm happy to say that I am succeeding. And uh, me actualizing my hopes and dreams and completing my unwavering bucket list, it's only, it's only a matter of time. And in the future, things will be better. And thanks to reality and me being aware where I learned from all this depression I went through, positivity is most aligned with reality. So no matter what, I'm going to hold on to hope that things will be better in the future.